Yeah. Yo, yo, I'm trying to play leaving. Right. See you at the end, bro. to another episode of Miss Motivation. Today I have with me a good friend of mine, Austin Paz. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So actually how we met is that you guys were the videographers for my wedding Mm -hmm. and I had the pleasure of meeting Amanda that day and it came out so well. I could not keep in touch with her and she told me all about her husband who's an amazing photographer and videographer and all about his story, about how he was working a full-time job and how he's created his own career now out of his passion for cinematography and photography. And I'm so excited to have him share his story today. So I'm going to turn over the mic to him. He's going to tell us a little bit about what he used to do and how he came to do what he is doing now, which is working for Fly New York on, and he has his own cinematography company. So I'm going to let him tell his story. So here we go. My name is Austin Pass. So like Christina was saying, I used to just like anyone else work regular, regular job. And now luckily I'm in a spot where I can do what I want what I love to do and make a living out of it. So photography and video have always been an interest of mine since like 2000, maybe 99. Like I remember being on a family vacation back in the day. My dad let me use his 35 millimeter camera. We were like taking pictures and I actually have the first picture I ever took still. It's a picture of a cat in a tree. It's funny because I love animals so much now. (laughs) But yeah, and I just like dabbled with that over the years. I was heavy into skating. So I skated professionally for a few years. And I've been doing that forever, like 20 something years. So it was like natural to have photo and video with that because I was always the guy taking pictures of us skating, filming us skating, making videos and whatever. Obviously had like a passion for it. It was like my thing besides skating, which was probably my number one thing growing up. And I ended up producing a few like DVDs and stuff like that back in the day. And I kind of like took like a break for it when I started skating like professionally more. I would, you know, not take photography and video as serious, I guess you want to quote unquote say seriously. I, I never thought of it as like a profession or whatever it was. But eventually when I started, I got out of high school, you know, you know, parents wanted me to go to college or whatever. So I obviously didn't want to, I would like a semester and I was like, I know I want to skate and travel and like shoot photos and video. So they eventually, after like one semester at like some waste, like a college of Staten Island, it was like a a waste of time pretty much, I consider it. But yeah, like they finally understood that I wanted to travel for skating and I wanted to like, you know, shoot photos and video and do all this stuff. And they were finally accepting of it because no one else in my family did that. Everyone went to college after high school, whatever it was. And I was kind of like the black sheep in that way. My brother's an accountant. My dad was an accountant. My sister's a social worker. So like they all like went to like colleges and did all that stuff. And I just didn't want to do that. I knew I didn't want to do that. So I kind of did what I think everybody should do when they're out of high school, which is I traveled. I had skating to, to rely on, I guess, but... So that was like kind of my excuse to travel around the world. I was like doing tours and, and whatever, like filming videos around the world. 
And that kind of like kickstarted, I guess, what I do now, which is like, I do a lot of like travel photography as well. And that kind of just, you know, you know, at, at a certain point, you don't want to be like the nine to five person sitting behind a desk and, and doing whatever it is. And I'm from Staten Island also, where most people that I know who grew up in Staten Island, they do like, like we were talking about before, like fill out like a test, whatever, to get any kind of city job. You like get married, have kids, buy a house, all that stuff in like your mid twenties, which is like, in my eyes, I think it's kind of crazy. So I just knew that like, I definitely didn't want to do that. And it's still like the more I grow up, I still know that I don't want to do that. I'm glad I didn't end up that way. But yeah, like I try to figure out after I stop skating, I try to figure out ways to make money from photography and video, which is also kind of it's easy but hard, especially in New York. It's such like like a saturated industry kind of because everybody moves to New York to be like an artist. Everyone's going like art school and this and that. And I found like I lived in Arizona briefly, and that's when I started really doing freelance work for photo and video. And I moved back to New York and it was like so hard to get my foot in the door anywhere because of that reason, everyone's trying to like be a photographer, an artist, a graphic designer, whatever it is. And I'm sure people are doing internships for free. So it was hard for me to get like an entry level job, whatever it may be. So I worked at Costco for like maybe four years or something like that. And I fell into that getting comfortable at like, you know, steady pay, you had health benefits, whatever it is. And I fell into that trap, I guess you could say. And I got comfortable. And after a few years, again, I realized I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I'm getting too comfortable. And even like my mom started telling me, she was like, I'm happy that like you have a job, and whatever. She's like, I don't necessarily want to see you like being there forever. And I was like, yeah, I, I, that's exactly what it is. And I saw like a video online. These guys were explaining how they shoot weddings and like how you can make your own schedule. They, they, they sold shooting weddings completely. They were like, you know, you're your own boss, all this and that. And I'm like, oh, that's like perfect. That's like kind of what I want to do. And I started shooting weddings for, like other people. And like second, like third shooter, second shooter. And that was like kind of conflicting with my, you know, working at Costco. Cause it was like, I work five days a week there. I would work a day or two a week shooting weddings. And it was consistent throughout like a year and a half, let's say. And I would have no time to do anything cause I was working seven days a week, but I wasn't necessarily making that much money to do that because I was working still at Costco. Like I wasn't like, I didn't run my own business or anything like that. So I was like, kind of just getting by. But then I got to the point where I was making enough money, as much money shooting weddings as I was working at Costco. So I was like, if I was surviving off just Costco, and I put all my effort working there into shooting weddings, you know, I, that could, you know, boom, and I could do that full time. And that was kind of the goal. I was just not happy working seven days a week. Like I valued my life more than anything else, more than making money and all this stuff. Because you want to like be happy. You don't want to be stressed out because that's exactly what I was. I was just stressed out. I had no time for anything. I feel like I missed that year and a half. I feel like I missed so many opportunities from working seven days a week. So I know I wanted freedom back and I wanted to make money and I wanted to do something that I love, which means just having a camera in my hand any way possible, pretty much. Yeah. So eventually I just got to the point where I was like, fuck it. I'm taking the chance of quitting, which most people are scared to do. A lot of people, but I was like in my mid twenties at that point, and a lot of people are scared to, you know, take that chance. And that's kind of exactly the chance that I took when I decided not to go to college. Everyone's like, "Oh, you live in that lifestyle where you—that's the right thing to do. It's what you're supposed to do after you graduate high school." I took that first chance, and I was like, "I got to do it again." In this case, so when I decided not to go to college, I was still talking to like my high school friends, whatever. And this girl that I was friends with, she was like, Austin, you're not going to like school anymore, whatever. I was like, no, I'm going to like skate and, and travel and take advantage of this while I can. 
And she was like, oh, like, that's good, I guess. But like, I'm worried that you're going to like, I don't want to see you end up being like a bum on the street or whatever it is. And I was like, no, are you crazy? Like, why are you worried about that? Like, I would never end up that way. And she was like, no, but like, I, I just don't want you to be like jobless. And, you know, like, you never know, like where you can end up, whatever, like doing drugs in the street. And I was like, I- I'm never going to end up that way. I'm like, I'm like, whatever, like, fine, you do you and I'll, I'll, I'll do me pretty much. And obviously I, I didn't end up that way, but like, I guess that's, that, that's the mentality that like people think that is what's going to happen, which is completely like not the case at all. Yeah. So the, I don't know why people are scared to take that chance, whatever. And you have to just take that chance. So I decided to finally quit Costco and, and shoot weddings. And I was able to, like, my parents were scared of that. Obviously I was like still living at home at the time. And they're like, oh, I don't know if you're really doing that. Then, you know, like my parents knew that's what I wanted to do. And they finally were supportive of me doing all this, uh, like, quote unquote, non-traditional kind of work and lifestyle, whatever. So I did that and it just grew from there. You know, I, I like I'm not going to shoot for Why am I shooting for other people when I could shoot for myself and make more money, have my own business? So naturally that flow happened where I started my own uh, wedding cinema company. And like every year I was just getting more like my, my income obviously was like much higher every year. I like knew I learned so much like about like business and how to run a company and how to like work with people and stuff like that like I just felt like I learned so much in that little time that like going to school wouldn't have like trained me for and that like I'm finally at that point where I could take on other freelance jobs and I could still you know as long as I have a camera in my hand making money I'm happy and as long as I'm not stressed out and have free time to still do stuff that I want to do I still want to travel and take vacations I still want to if friends are visiting from out of town, I still want to have time to see them and stuff like that. So right now I'm at that point where I'm very happy. I could make money to live and everything. And I have free time for all this stuff. I'm not working my ass off seven days a week. I'm not like stressed out. I'm not like, I don't have like a boss breathing down my neck or anything like that. Like I'm my own boss, so I could do whatever I want. And it also helps like discipline you also. on like, what you are able to do, like realistically as an adult, like with responsibilities and still being able to, you know, hang out with friends or, or do what travel, whatever it is, whatever it could be. So um, I guess in a nutshell, that's the story, right? One of my first questions is, what is inside of you that lets you believe that you can take this leap of faith and it'll just all work out? Like, what do you tell yourself? You know, like here you have your family being like, I don't want you to be a bum on the streets. Yeah, like yeah. my family always told me they didn't want me to be a starving artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. so you know, you felt something inside that was different. And mm-hmm. like, how do you coach yourself to believe that you can make that leap of faith and it will work out? Um, I guess it comes down to me, first of all, not to like sound cocky, but I know I do what I do well. So that helps out. And I just have that. I don't know. I just have that mentality. Like if I want something, I'm going to get it. And I know that I'm going to work and do whatever it takes to get that. So There's no like, oh, what if I fail type of thing? Like you can't really think that way if you're taking a leap like that. So there is no, what if you fail? There is, that's like, it's not an option, you know? Like you have to just do it. I mean, sure, there are like safe ways to, if you do fall on your your ass, like you could, you know, go back to getting a safe job or whatever it is. But that wasn't even an option for me. Like my mom was even like, oh, like like, when you quit, like leave like on good intentions, you know, like just so in case you had to come back, I'm like, I'm going to leave like properly just because that's how, who I am as a person. I'm not going to be a dick and like, you know, give everyone the finger on my way out or whatever it is. But going back wasn't an option. And like I told my mom that a couple of times and 
she was like, oh, I'm just like, just in case, whatever. I'm like, all right, whatever, just in case I'm going to like do that. But like failure isn't an option when you take like a, a, like a chance like, like that. So, um, I just always had that in the back of my head. Like I just knew things were going to work out a certain way. And if they weren't working out a certain way, I was going to do whatever it takes to make it work that way. And I mean, that's what happened so far. And, you know, like I started working with, uh, like flying Island, like we mentioned before, which was like, I wasn't even really looking for a job really. I just had like time in the off season of weddings or like during the week when I wasn't shooting weddings. And I, I just knew that was something else that I was passionate about. Like I did it once before and I knew like aerial photography was like amazing. So anyone who doesn't know, I guess fly nine is like a aerial like, experience helicopter company. We fly in like New York, like New York city, Miami, LA, San Francisco, Vegas, stuff like that. And it's pretty much helicopters flying around cities with the doors off where you have like the full experience of like a full aerial experience. <laughs> You're cringing right now, but the full aerial experience of like, you get like the thrill of like flying with the doors off, but you also like as a photographer, it's like fun to take pictures of like the cities and like all these landscapes from the air. It's like a whole new perspective. So I've done that before as a customer. I knew like I like was very interested in that and I saw that they were looking for video editors. So I was like, I just want to get like my foot in the door kind of thing. And I wasn't looking for a job. I was happy with the money I was making from like weddings. It wasn't like the best, but like I was, wasn't really looking for a job. And I was like, let me just give this a shot, see what happens. You know, I ended up getting the job and almost like two and a half years later, I'm still there. And it worked out that way that I was also able to try something else that I was also passionate about. Or maybe I didn't know how passionate I was about it at the time. So that was another reason why I got into shooting weddings too. I would have never had that freedom to venture off another way if I was still working like a regular job. That would have been like, oh, I don't have time to like do this, that, and that. Like it's too much, but like you can't think that way. So like I'm glad that I left that in the dust and I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to try different things. And I was still at the time in my life where I was able to try certain things. I have like no ties. I don't have like, I didn't have like a mortgage or like kids or anything like that. So taking chances wasn't as big of a deal as some people might think it is. And yeah, like you just, you have that motivation pushing you. Like I want to be at this point, how are you going to get there? You got to take a chance. You're not safe by not taking the chances. Like those people who do that, like city job or whatever, that nine to five with the health benefits and stuff like that, you don't take a chance. Like, but in your life, I don't hope I don't offend anybody, but like in like their lives, it doesn't seem like they live exciting lives where like taking a chance is like even an option. You just like, you do your thing, you go home to like your family. It's fine. You have like your one week off a year, you take a vacation, a family vacation and that's it. Like, I don't want to live that life. So that's like my motivation enough to, to try something to do, take a chance, take a risk. And that's like what pushes me, I guess. Like I said before, my goal in life was to like have free time, do what I want and make money doing what I love, which is what where I'm at right now. But I travel a lot with my wife and we do like maybe four to five trips a year or something like that. Um, most of them international. So we like travel around the world and that's like became one of my newer passions in life. Like I always loved traveling from skating, traveling the world, but like I was just like a kid back then. I didn't like, I feel like I just liked traveling, but I didn't appreciate cultures. I didn't appreciate like architecture and cool, like lifestyles and stuff. But now I do. And that kind of opened up my eyes to that. So now that I have the time to do it and the funds, like financially, uh, luckily I'm in a spot where I can do that. Um, a lot of people ask me, they're like, how do you, 
how do you how are you able to travel like how how do you have time how do you have money to travel and i'm like i work towards getting to this point like everybody's different everyone has their own way of doing things but you like you might be a teacher and you're off in the summer and you have two three months to travel or do whatever and you use that time to travel but like i got to a point where in new york's the wedding in the off season is november to like say april so i have all that time and that's time in the winter where i don't want to be in new york anyway because it's cold and snowy and i i'm like locked indoors all the time whatever it is so i don't i know i don't want to do that so i luckily found like this narrow spot where like i'm at where i'm able to travel i ha i make enough money during you know the summer months where i can afford to not work for like a few months or you know travel without working without making money and a lot of people struggle with that but i feel like they're not really working towards reaching their goal of like doing that and like you know if you want to if you want time to travel fucking get off your ass and do something about it like don't just ask people or like live through people i see people tell me all the time they're like oh, i live vicariously through like your instagram or whatever it is and i'm like do it for real then like don't just live through me like do it for real and that's kind of where i worked at it was like it wasn't just one path and i found it and i went that way i like you you hit like different turns along the way and like you figure out like throughout like that path you figure out oh i kind of want to do this too and it changes it alters like we're not all the same not everybody has the same goal in mind so what works for me might not work for you but it's like you find different things along the way and you adjust to it like we're human we adapt to whatever like is around us so if i want to go a certain way i like you know make money in that way or like i i needed time to travel so like i figure out how to make money certain days of the week so i had time to travel you know whatever it is so um it all like kind of is pieced together from years of work but everybody needs to find that way for themselves because not everyone's the same you mentioned your wife you travel with your wife and you didn't mention that you work with her also in your wedding cinema company how is it working with your spouse and being in a relationship where you're both creative and you're both able to support each other in your dreams? People have asked this before and it's like, it's how we able to work together and like live together and stuff like this. And like, we, we don't really fight that much, whatever it is, but like, so yeah, my wife does work with me in our wedding cinema company and it's pretty much just me and her like the whole way. And she's in the point too, where she's trying to get to like quit her quote unquote, like real job, full time job, whatever it is. And she's working really well towards it. And we like bump heads here and there, but nothing like major. And for the most part, it works out perfectly because now if we were working on the same schedule, we have the same time to you know travel together. And it's not like, oh, we're going to have to like wait till like I'm free this time, whatever it is. We're like, all right, like let's travel this week. She's like, okay, good. Let's just do it, you know? And it, it, it works out perfect that way. And hopefully it'll be even better when she gets her, when she gets to leave her, her full-time job and, you know, whatever it is, start her own company or freelance, whatever it is, because that's just like both of us, like, you know, double teaming life, like head to head, you know, it's like we get to do this all together and it, it works out perfectly. Like you want to spend the rest of your life with this person. Why not, you know, travel and do all these like adventurous stuff, the, all these adventurous things together. So you know, working together works well. We work when we shoot weddings. It's like not every day. Obviously, it's not like we're like a nine to five together, 40 hours a week. You know, it's like one, two days a week. And it's like probably just enough where we don't like fight and stuff like that because we're not like always, always together. So it's a healthy balance, I guess. 
and it, it works out perfectly. We have the, the same goals in mind. So we're like on the same team. We're doing the same things to, to you know, to reach those goals. And it's, I, I guess if you're asking, yeah, it is. I guess everything is cracked up to me, I guess. Like it, it, it works out really well in that way. I'm lucky to have somebody always with me who wants to like share in these things. I've also had people told me who are like, yeah, you get to travel and stuff. Like you're lucky, like you travel, like your wife or your girl, whatever this day, like, I don't, I don't have anyone like that to travel with, whatever it is, like, or my schedule doesn't meet up with like people, you know, who do that. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I am lucky to have that. And, uh, it's a, it's a good thing that we have, and I'm happy that it's working out that way. And when you think about it, it is easy because we live together. So it's like easy to like coordinate stuff, to, to plan things together. And we spend a lot of time doing that and it's fun doing these things. We enjoy it. Before we lived together and we were just like boyfriend and girlfriend, when we did a shoot, I had to like pick her up get all the gear together, drop her off at the end of the night. Like it was just extra work, especially when you have a lot of gear, it's like tough to deal with. And now it's just all together. It's easy. You know, we just, we get ready together. We go and we come home, you know, it's just easier that way, I guess. So I guess my last question would be like, what advice would you give other people who are working their nine to five jobs and, but they're passionate about something else and they want to chase their dream and they want to create a better life for themselves and they want less stress, but they're struggling about money concerns or Mm. whatever it is. Like, what can you tell that person to keep them inspired and hopefully get them to chase their dreams? The first thing obviously is like just to not be scared. I mean, it all depends on like what your responsibilities and yeah, whatever are. But luckily when I took these chances and risks, I was still living at home. I was like in my mid to lower 20s, whatever it is. So I, I just, I, I knew what I wanted so much that it didn't scare me or anything to take these chances and these risks. But that's what a lot of people have to, you know, work around. It's just you're you can't be listening to you can't necessarily listening to your friends and family, whatever it is like they might think they know what's best for you, but you're your own person and they might not know, you know, they they lived a certain way. Our our parents, like my parents lived a, a certain different time, like everything was different back then. There wasn't like all these creative fields. And we're in a time now where it's like, there's all these careers where everyone works for themselves kind of, and it's different because there wasn't really a field like that, like 40, 50 years ago, whatever it may be. And that's what like your parents don't understand. And that's why learn from their experiences, which may not exactly work for you. It's times change, you know, that's like, that was one of the things going through my head when like, you know, your parents like know best for you, whatever, but like, like, do they really like up to a certain point? Like, yeah, they could like teach you to walk, but like, they can't they teach you to run you know like it's these are things that we learn through ourselves and all this stuff like going to school and all this is like i think like school is like a big waste of time personally like school is for like teachers and like lawyers and doctors and stuff like that but like if you're going to be a creative of any kind or run a business of any kind like you don't necessarily have time for that or waste money paying student loans or whatever it may be I was happy that I never had student loans. I had so many friends. I still have so many friends who have student loans for like no reason. (laughs) And it's like, you almost don't do what you end up going to school for, which is a huge waste. Like I said, except for like the doctors and the teachers and the lawyers and stuff like that. I almost don't know anybody who does a career in what they went to school for. I don't know if like you ever thought like that too, but that's just like a huge waste. And it's not like we don't live in that time anymore where you, you need to like focus on those things. So you just need to find the best time in life to do that. And the best time in life to do that is like straight out of high school when you're still living at home with your parents and you know, you don't need to pay all these bills and you know, rent and all this stuff like that. You don't have like a family to feed, whatever it is. 
and you figure it out along the way. Yeah. But like you just need that one kick that sets it off. And sometimes it is quitting that job that scares you enough to motivate you enough. You know, like when you're so used to the same routine every day, you don't know what it's like to like fall face first in like the mud and like you're just so comfortable. But when you, you're like, all right, fuck it. I quit my job and like, oh shit, now I have to make money. I have to do this now. You have no choice at that point. So that's like your own personal motivation to get you to do things. And people don't realize that it doesn't come into their mind, but like it's a huge part of like the motivation because you need to find a way to live and make money and stuff like that. And when you quit your comfortable job, you're forced to go a certain way, you know? And there's like, no, it's like almost like there's no turning back now. And people get discouraged also when they're starting off. And that was one thing I was worried about also. My first wedding that I shot that started my whole wedding business was I didn't even get paid for it. I just did it for, I remember like the, the groom was like my friend and he like, I told him like, I'll shoot your wedding. I just won't charge you anything. I just want like, I need to start from somewhere. You know, you need to start from scratch. So he was like, all right, but he get, felt bad. And he like, I ended up working for a suit. He bought me a suit and he bought me a, a, a gimbal for my camera. So like he kind of like paid for that camera equipment, which I would have done it for free anyway. But, you know, you got to start from somewhere. I did like my first wedding, not even getting paid for it. And that's like another like, you know, chance you have to take. And you start from the bottom, but you work your way up. And eventually, you know, no, no story starts like from an easy beginning, you know. Another thing like people like going to school and all that, I think you need to go to school, but there's like so many free education, educational videos online, like through YouTube and stuff like that. So if you did want to learn something, it's so easy to look it up and, and get all these, right. even like to pay like $100, $200 for an online course, that's like way cheaper than, you know, $5,000 tuition or whatever it may be, you know. So like there's, there's other ways around, you know, going the quote unquote traditional route. I'm just like, I'm just so against going like the traditional way. I was just so against like, it still to this day pisses me off to see people like, friends and family work like their nine to fives and do all this stuff. And I just knew that I didn't want to go that way. And I feel like even to this day, people still shouldn't necessarily go that way. If it is something you want to do, then fine if you're passionate about it. But everybody's different. Everybody has like their own different thing that you're good at. And why not do what you want to do for the rest of your life, make a living out of it and be happy. Like, why would you be miserable doing, you know, working at an office all day? And I remember like I was, like I still skate to this day and I was skating in like by Battery Park the other like a few weeks ago and I'm skating with my friend and my friend's like, whoa, is it five o'clock? And I look, I'm like, yeah, it's like 504. Why? And he's like, oh, I just saw like a group of people come out of that building. Like, and I never thought about it because I never had like a job like that. But I never thought about that. Like people are lined up like at the elevator and he's like, yeah, I used to work at one of those, uh, one of those buildings, like 458, everyone lines up at the elevator. I'm like, that's so miserable. And I, I see it all the time too, skating throughout the city and like, or riding my bike throughout the city. And there's just like people who are like at happy hour, you know, outside at a bar. And I'm like, everyone's in their suits and stuff like that. Like all like the Wall Street people or whatever it may be. And everyone's in their suits. Like they're just drinking like their week away pretty much. Like all like the stress and everything you have to go throughout the week. And I was like, that is so like disgusting to me. And that's like also motivation. Like I don't like, one of my biggest fears in life is like wearing a suit, you know? Like I don't ever want to like, I know like there's certain things where you have to like dress up nice, obviously like a wedding or whatever it may be, but like I don't want to wear a suit every day, you know, like, like I want to just do what I want to do. That's what makes me obviously the happiest. And one of those things is like not living by like the structure of American lifestyle, how you're supposed to live. So I just like encourage everybody to try to do something different and 
just because people tell you that that's a certain way to do things, it doesn't necessarily mean it's right. It doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you. Everyone's different, you know? And just because they did it doesn't mean you should do it. Or if they did do it, look at their lives and see how their life is compared to how you want your life to be. It's not the same, probably. So that's just like, that should be your motivation alone. You know, that's one of the blessings of social medias and the internet. It's like it opens up this world and it makes it much more visible and much more attainable to people. I feel like back in the day, it was so out of everybody's reach. Like, no, I got to take a plane to get there. And now it's like, it's a plane right away. And on Instagram, it looks like two seconds. But but honestly, like, you know, you get to see, you know, different perspectives and different, you know, worlds and countries and learn Mm -hmm. different, you know, skills. And there's just so much to this new age. You don't have to follow the rules Mm -hmm. of the old school anymore. You can create whatever you want. It's crazy what, like, we as, like, a society are going to be in, like, or just Americans or people in general, like, in 20 years from now when... You know, because we're in like the first generation, I guess, of this type of living. And it's just crazy where it's going to take off from here because less and less people are going to school and, and, you know, doing these nine to five type of jobs. And it's just, it's going to, there's more like entrepreneurs out there. There's more artists out there. And in 20 years from now, who knows like what's going to happen? It's It's an exciting time. Yeah, it definitely is. It really is. Yeah. So I want people to be able to follow you on social media. I want Mm -hmm. people to know more about your wedding cinematography Mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. I personally love them. I know I'm a little biased, but I did hire you for my wedding. Mm -hmm. The videos came out so well um, that people still watch them and like tell me that they cry years (laughs) later. It's like you you pull out a lot of emotion out from people. (laughs) I'm constantly recommending you to friends. Um, So tell us a little about your company and where people can find you personally on social media. So my wedding cinema company is called Cinema Roll Films. Uh, Our website is cinemarollfilms.com. On Instagram, it's cinemaroll underscore films. And uh, my personal stuff, which is like mostly traveling and and my flying eye on like helicopter aerial stuff is... uh, Austin underscore Paz and also my personal website austinpaz.com and that's where I have like a lot of blogs on like my traveling and different photos and adventures and stuff like that yeah and my wife and I have a a traveling website yes we do uh the travelrats.com and that's strictly uh traveling stuff we have a lot of travel hacks and people are always asking us also about like tips on traveling where to get tickets like tips on like where to find the best deals or whatever it is so we have a lot of tips and hacks and stuff like that from our experiences all over the past few years so uh yes the travel rats thank you for sharing thank you for having me yeah i really appreciate this was fun yeah definitely we'll have to do it again (laughs) cool all right cool thank you so much thank you for listening and tune in to the next episode of miss motivation don't forget to hit subscribe so you get them right to your phone and peace out cool and i'm letting you know that memories don't live like people do they always remember you Whether things are good or bad It's just the memories Memories don't live like people do oh, Baby, don't forget me I'm a traveling man Moving through places, space and time I got a lot of things I got to do But in short, I'm coming back to you Baby, boo I'm a traveling man Moving through places, space and time Got a lot of things I got to do But God willing, I'm coming back to you Back to you, I'm 